Welcome to Mastery Podcast, where stories unlock the secret of an empowered and abundant life. I am your host, Dr. Sass, and today we have with us Gina Allsmith. Gina believes wealth is more than just money, right? It is health that is your wealth. And Gina is a coach, a speaker, an Amazon best-selling author, her love of, of people and of helping them uncover the best in themselves has always been her motivation. Welcome, Gina. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Well, let's 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 talk about what what you're about. You were in the corporate world for 35 years. What prompted you to go on your own and create your own business? Um, part of it was just. A calling inside of me. Mm-hmm. The other part of it is that there, in a in association with the calling, an inner voice in me that said, "Your work here is done." Inside the corporate world, I could have continued. I had lots of opportunity to continue, and there's something inside said, "Your work is done." COVID and the distance from my family. Affected me a lot, and I really wanted to be able to live close to my family. My mom is 85, and I don't know how many more years I have her with me. So a lot of things combined to result in me saying it's time to move. All of those things told me it was time to move. Throughout those 35 years, I've always been coaching people. I've always been a servant leader. And really, just wanting to help people who have been on my team or somehow under my command to be just the best they could be in their own way. Nice, nice. Um, that that's a great aspiration to do, right? Especially after 35 years in in the corporate world. You said that wealth is more than money, and that your health is your wealth. Tell tell me more about that. What do you mean by that? So you know, in general, in our society, we think that wealth is just money. Yeah. Being a billionaire, being a millionaire, being a thousandaire, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But I discovered that wealth is more than money, and I had a very um, wonderful and lucrative career in medical sales. And um, part of that, I was a salesperson. Part of that, I was a leader. Um, and. I was working myself to death mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. Extreme hours, extreme stress. I forgot myself. I wasn't taking care of my person, outside or inside. I wasn't taking care of my relationships. I wasn't having any fun mm-hmm. because I was working. Yeah. And when people wanted me to do things. My response most of the time would be, "Sorry, I got to work." My refrain was, "Sorry, I got to work," and I bought into a culture that exists in lots of corporations where you're just expected to produce all the time and whatever it takes, no matter how much that takes out of you. I had um, several jobs where I traveled weekly. No one cares that you. Leave your house at four o'clock on Tuesday, mm-hmm. 
in the morning and you don't get home until midnight on Thursday night and tomorrow you're expected to be in the office ready for meetings, ready to go. No one counts the wear and tear. In fact, I would say most people would be like, why aren't you working while you're in the airport or on the airplane? Mm -hmm. Because you're supposed to be going, going all the time. And it really, I was in a state of deteriorated health. Yeah. Deteriorating relationships. There's a point at which money no longer satisfies. So when you're unhappy with yourself, when you're unhappy with your body, when you're unhappy with the people around you, it actually doesn't even matter how much more money is coming because your life isn't satisfying. And it took me getting to actually getting downsized to open my eyes. And I realized that all the work I was doing all the stuff I was sacrificing, whatever customers wanted or needed. I remember going to Buffalo, New York one day on New Year's Day to do a morning meeting with this one really demanding customer. New Year's Day? Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, nobody works on New Year's Day. Yeah. It's like nobody works yeah. on Christmas Day, yeah. right? And. And you agree to do that. Yeah. Well, I think our meeting was the day after, but I had to fly there the night before to do that meeting. Wow. You know, so all the things you do and you think, I'm of value. This couldn't happen to me. And somebody's in a room putting a check mark by your name. Mm -hmm. And it was quite surprising. But what it did is it woke me up to the fact that you are sacrificing all this and then it's not benefiting you. You have money, you're overweight, you can't sleep, you know, your relationship is shit. I almost had um, a car accident falling asleep because I was so tired at the time. And I made a decision when all of that happened that I'm not gonna live like this anymore. I knew I would um, go back to work and I I went back to work very quickly after that. But I decided when I go back, I'm not working on vacation anymore, period. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'm limiting the number of hours I work a day and whatever I get done in those hours gets done. And that's it. I'm not losing sleep over this. When I get up in the morning, the first thing I'm not doing is picking up my phone. Because when I did that, What it did was put me into an immediate state of turmoil and fear because you see overnight you got however many emails. No doubt one of them like stirs you up, go to your office, boot up your computer, and then you're working all day and everything else you plan to do never happens because you're in this state of fear and anxiety all the time. And I just thought, I'm not doing any of that anymore. I'm going to start taking care of my body, my health. Um, For the first time during this period in my life, I had a test at my doctor and they're like, your blood pressure's out of control. So you don't realize what's even happening to yourself if you don't even go check. Because I canceled so many doctor's appointments I never even went to. And I just realized my, yes, money is important. But my health, my well-being, my spiritual well-being, my relationships are also a part of my wealth. They're actually more important than, than are the, um, the material yeah. stuff that, that we as the materialistic world and, and the society out there 
is um, believing is 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 not worth your health. Right, and think about who cares how much money you have if you're unhealthy and unable to enjoy your life. And most people are ill not from genetic diseases or things like that. Most of us are ill, especially in the U.S., from what's called lifestyle diseases because we're not getting proper nutrition, proper activity, um, having connected relationships, sleep, hydration, all the basic things, spiritual, some kind of spiritual life and practice. We're not doing all those things because we're working, working, working endlessly, and we're so proud of it. Wow, that's and I mean, you, 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 you hit the nail right on the head, right? That's that's how we all do it in in the corporate world, and um, you know, other professionals out there actually, and especially being a woman, right? You you kind of want to prove that you are worthy of yes. being in your role and you end up even putting in more and more it's like oh I have to travel on a year's day no problem I, I can be there and at the um, at the cost at the it came with a big cost for mm-hmm. you right and you didn't realize that until um, not too long ago like 2021 right when you no it, it was a realization long before that long before yeah that. long before that I started to make the changes in my life mm-hmm. I started to like I said my morning doesn't start anymore with me picking up my work phone and looking at it and then that trashes all the other plans my morning starts with me getting up and going to the gym Good, good for you. And coming back home and having breakfast, and then I'll look at my phone because it was—it wasn't even—it was even before the start of the official business day. Yeah. You know, my my life doesn't consist of me going on vacation, taking my computer, and and working every day because I'm afraid I'm going to have too many emails piled up when I come back. Mm-hmm. They're going to be there. Yeah. There there were people supporting me, and I referred people to those people supporting me. Somebody should be able to help you. I'm not right. the only person in the world that can do it. Right. You know, I started taking care of my nutrition and being mindful and conscious about how I was feeding my body and it, just gaining an understanding that one of the most important things I do is choices I make is what I eat every day. Mm-hmm. So I just started making all those choices, taking some time every day to be in a place where I'm feeding my spirit, whether that's prayer or meditation or reading or writing, some of those things. And then just taking time, putting uh, some boundaries up so I just have, can have fun. So if someone said, do you want to go to dinner? I would could say yes, mm-hmm. instead of, I got to work. Right. <laughs> You, you can have oh. some joy in your yeah. life, and 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 I think you said the perfect word boundaries, right? A, a lot of um, people out there don't understand how they can set up healthy boundaries um, when they are in in the workplace, and and you started that a long time ago, and then you start gaining your health back. Yeah, um, people used to ask me, we don't, I don't see how you do this, I don't see how you work out, I don't see how you do this, or how you keep yourself in shape, or whatever. It was purely because I chose to do that, mm-hmm. and I changed a lot of other choices I was making. Mm-hmm. So I freed up my time. We all have the same amount of time. Right. Here's how I chose to use my time, mm-hmm. rather than working my first two hours of the day. 
I chose to go work out the first two hours of the day. Yeah, it's, it's you know, as simple as making a choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I believe your health is your wealth. If your health goes, how are you going to support yourself and take care of yourself? And even at its worst point, mm -hmm. if your health, health drops you and you're gone, right. what was the purpose of what you're doing? Exactly. And even extending it, a lot of people don't talk about health in terms of connectedness and relationships. And I think now that the Surgeon General has declared an epidemic of loneliness, which has been going on for a long time, people are beginning to get an understanding that connectedness is a part of your health. It's not just like a nice to have, mm -hmm. but it's really a part of staving off some devastating diseases, mm -hmm. um, heart disease, the lifestyle diseases. Right. Um, I don't know if you know, diabetes. I'm sure you know who, yeah, diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know who Dan Buter is of the guys study the blue zones. Um, I know about the blue zones. Yeah. Yes. Connectedness is one of the keys mm -hmm. to them living yeah. to be hundreds, lots of lots of people living to the age of 100. Right. And they're living well. So they're not living in a decrepit state, but they're, li they're living well. But all the things I'm talking about, activity, nutrition, hydration, connection, community, some kind of spiritual practice, are all part of the formula that has these people living for so long. And, and they are so integrated in, in the community. Mm -hmm. And every even if you're like 90 years old, you have a purpose in life yeah. still, right? You still look after these young ones. Right. So people live longer, happier, healthier, good relationship and stuff like that. And, and we can learn a lot from, from these mm -hmm. zones. Let me ask you this, um, Gina. Since you left your, you left the corporate at twenty twenty one, yes. right? And um, since you left, what, um, how exactly have you been helping people? What does that look like? So I've um, started my own business since I left corporate. I knew, um, you know, I took some time off and I took some time to sort of reintegrate with my family and move to a new, I moved myself across the country. I've always, you know, I long thought, I wasn't retiring to retire and go to the golf course every day. But um, I wanted to start a business and I wanted to do what I've been doing professionally for other people on my own terms. So I started a coaching practice where I coach people one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. right now. And, um, there's going to be a few other pieces of the business that I'm developing now, working with corporations, coaching people, as well as offering facilitation, leadership training, and things like that. So it's in development, but I really, you know, again, want to help people understand your people I work with is like one of the key clients I worked with when I met her said, I'm going to have to quit this job because it's killing me. Well, let's work together. Let's see what's really happening. Let's see what's really happening under the surface. And then what do you really, what kind of life do you really want? And then let's create the habits and boundaries that help you get that for yourself because it's possible. At the end of our working together, she didn't leave our job. In fact, she's still at our job like three years later. Mm -hmm. I hear from her from time to time. And she says, the things I learned from you, I'll never go back to how I was living before. Wow. 
And so I also want people to understand is you can still be successful. She was at a top three accounting firm. So, you know, those are tough places to work. And she's still very successful in what she's doing. So for the people who want to continue in their profession, but they feel so miserable that they want to give up today, there's another way for you to live. So let's talk about helping you live differently, a more balanced life as a wholeness and continuing in what you're doing. Or you might be a person that wants to make a transition. So again, let's teach you how to find that balance and then make a safe transition plan for you so that you're not just like jumping off a cliff. That's how people feel, right? Yes. When they, when they don't have a plan and then they're just like, boom, um, um, switch and, and making all these changes and, and it's just way too much and, and, and they quit. People, when, when I um, left my corporate job, you know, in the background, people were texting me going, how did, how did you do that? How in the world did you do that? How did you do that? Mm-hmm. I didn't just make a snap decision. I'd been thinking about it for years. I'd been planning and saving financially for years so that I could put myself in a position to make a choice. And that's something I can help people do. Okay, you want to make this change. Well, don't don't be mad and quit your job. (laughs) Don't be mad and quit your job next week. But let's think about what you want to do and what you want to do next. And I think the other thing... um, that you you see about the blue zones is, and I believe this even before knowing about that is, you have to have a purpose for your life and your time. So if you're going to retire, quit, whatever, leave the work you're doing, what are you going to do in exchange for that? Because without a purpose, even if that purpose is just volunteering to help other people, it doesn't have to be starting a business or something. But what is your purpose in this world going to be after you end that part of that phase of your life? And most of us reasonably, even if you retire in your 60s, reasonably have another 20 or 30 years to live. What are you going to do for the next 20 to 30 years? That's a long time. That is a long time. That's a long time to do nothing but play golf every day. I'm a cyclist, you know, and I love riding my bike, but riding... I like to swim too, right? I like to swim too, yeah. Swimming and riding my bike every day would not be a very satisfying life for me. Mm -hmm. At at first, it would be fun for about a month. (laughs) (laughs) And then it would would no longer be fun or, or exciting for me to do. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't have enough purpose behind it, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, a human being, I, I believe, uh, uh, programmed that way. We, 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 as a being, want to do something for the greater good. Yes. And when we just sit around and do nothing, we we, we lose ourselves into I don't know nothingness. Nothingness. Yeah. Yeah. And and then it, it just life sucks then right it's like nothing to do and and you can only go to the mall for so often travel mm-hmm. for so much and cycling for you know uh, after a while it, it becomes um, I guess boring yeah. there's, there's no challenge and there's no giving back and there's no purpose and and I think what you're doing is it, it, great now Gina if, if we want to do one thing to change 
um, our health or to change the way we live, um, what would that one thing that we can like really just go home and, and start doing it today? We don't have to change everything. Just one thing. You know what the one thing is, is to just pause. To stop because we don't stop. We're on like the hamster wheel mm -hmm. and we don't stop and we go from one thing to the next. We go from one noise to the next. We go from one app on our phone to the next, whatever. Right. It's really to just allow yourself to pause nice. and just stop. Go somewhere quiet mm -hmm. and just sit there for five minutes wow. and do nothing. Just do nothing for five minutes. Just do nothing. You, you know what? <laughs> Let me share with you this story. I, I did that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling right now. And um, in the morning, um, uh, a couple mornings ago, I, I went to Starbucks and I paused. And I, I took nothing with me. Um, and and I just sit there. And I was talking to what, one of my colleagues about the movie Meet Joe Black. Mm -hmm. Right, and you know how how he take a spoon of the peanut butter. Have you seen the movie? A long time ago. Oh, it, it, it's about death. Yes, right? and death experience life for the first time, and death experience eating peanut butter for the first time. And that's how I pause. I went to Starbucks, pause, and just look around me. I don't read. I don't do anything. Just 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 pause, and and drink the coffee. And I can taste the coffee, and it's cold, and it was iced coffee. It's hot where I'm um, right now, but that that's a great advice, right? Where where you just stop and 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 just like recalibrate yourself mm -hmm. and do nothing for five minutes. Yeah. Great advice, and anybody can do that. Anybody can do that, and yeah. for those who are used to being on the hamster wheel, yeah. It frightens you to think about doing that. Yeah, I, I was one of. It's people. hard yeah. to do, but you can begin. I like to use the word "allow." You can begin yeah. to allow yourself to do it. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Five minutes for you. That's right. Won't ruin your entire day. You're not so busy; it'll trash your entire day. Exactly. Five minutes Five for you. Minutes. Yeah. Just pause yeah. for yourself. Mm -hmm. For your health. Yeah. Yeah. For your well being. Yeah. Great, great advice. Thank you so much, Gina. Thank now, you, Dr. Says. Where, where can people find you? So people can find me on the uh, interwebs, as they <laughs> call them nowadays, on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. on Facebook, on Instagram, and at my website, which is really simple. It's GinaRsmith.com. That's right. And here we go. Gina Smith, where. What she believes is wealth is more than just money. It's your health. And um, I, I hope you, our listener, took away that one golden nugget. And um, if you're a busy entrepreneur, um, busy uh, whatever you're doing, um, a wife, a husband, um, take a pause, five minutes, and, and just allow yourself to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much, Gina, for You're being welcome. here. Thank you, Dr. Sass. <laughs>